Hey, everybody, I'm Jody Vance. And I'm George Affleck. And it is time for... Well, sit right back and you hear a tale, hail of a fateful trip on Spot. three-hour tour <laughs> a little bit a three-hour mistaken tour by the mayor of vancouver i would say you know i don't know if i this is like kind of one of these it's, it was almost like a paparazzi kind of shot i don't know if anybody saw this picture of mayor ken sim on the back of this really expensive yacht which is owned by the mayor of west vancouver um and it was like he's just kind of casually standing sitting on the back on a i think it was tuesday afternoon work day and it turns out this was uh, an invite only from the mayor of Vancouver, along with the mayor of West Vancouver, to all the other mayors of Vancouver who were not in the picture, uh, to hang out and just chat. There, there. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see the the, the shot there. Um, and uh, if you're not, just check it out on, on Twitter. A yacht. I tweeted it a couple of days ago. Yeah, I mean. These are the kinds of pictures that come back to haunt you in politics. That's kind of it's like, but what do you think? What do you think? Is it okay for him to go on this little cruise with his on a very, very expensive boat that didn't cost taxpayers money, just so you know, no pennies were spent, uh, except for I guess you're paying these mayors to work and they're out on a Tuesday afternoon hanging out in a boat. But while we're all suffering and living the life of uh, inflation and tax, I got my tax bill, which was up 20% over last year, by the way. Um, right. oh, God. So, 20%? 20%. Uh, yep. yep. Oh my God. Sorry. Let that land for a hot minute. Mm -hmm. I'm going to mm -hmm. guess that your business didn't go up 20%. No, luckily it's oh business money wise. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. My income certainly didn't. Yeah, no, it's so to go, uh, yeah, to go to back to your question about how I think yes. about. Yeah. Um, first and foremost, first blush. I love the fact that it was put up like what is happening here with the mayor of Vancouver. Justin McElroy is so great on, on Twitter. Uh, wrong answers only. I love a tweet that's wrong answers only. Um, <laughs> I don't begrudge this in terms of like, hey, if it's not costing me money, fill your boots, do whatever. Right. Go on a, if you're meeting and you're going to solve some problems, maybe a good conversation on the back of a boat is the way to do it. I do maybe. agree with you that the photo of that and then the posting of that photo will not have it's, it's tone deaf. It's tone deaf. It is. Um, and there are, I'm not talking about people who are just like feeling the pinch. I'm talking about people who are struggling. They do not need to see their political leaders, uh, doing this. So it's not that you can't do it. It kind of is similar to attending the world cup, right? Ken Simmons planned going to the world cup in Qatar long before he became mayor of Vancouver. You would have to plan that in advance when he became mayor and the world cup happened immediately, really following that. And he went to the world cup. I kind of felt like, okay, you know, there are a lot of crises going on in this, in this city. Uh, you're going, that's a decision. You're going to wear it. You're ready to mm -hmm. do it. And that's cool. If you're like, you know, cause you're going to take the heat that comes with it, but the news cycle is so fast and furious. I mm -hmm. kind of feel like this might get lost in it. What might happen is down the road, an opponent could pull that back out of the archives of and say, remember this? I mean, Kennedy this... Stewart's already working on his campaign, whether it's can him we... or whoever. But How do I get uh... off that mailing list, by the way? <laughs> I didn't I, sign I... up for it, and I'm I'm angry every time I am no. emailed. I uh, do not yeah, want to be on that list. But then you also want to see it. You're tortured by it. Uh, I can find it on social media. Stop yeah. using my data. He's no. obviously building, he's obviously, he's a, an opportunity on the left of the spectrum for the next election. So he's con continuing that, that, that opportunity. So I, I, I don't know. I think that, yeah, it's a, it's a photo that will be used for sure. 
Um, yeah. I, don't, I think it doesn't that, bother me as much as the um, pool stuff and the park board bothers me. And, and yeah, I'd, well, I'd like the mayor that, to, that, to that, the, the, yeah. the, the Ken Simno talking about bringing your swagger back, the bringing the swagger back of Vancouver. I mean, I, I, is that what that is? I, I find it. As you said, yeah, no, tone it's tone deaf. deaf. Yeah, yeah, that's the swagger back to Vancouver is, you know what? You're already drinking in the park out of your Starbucks cup. Now you can actually drink it out of the can it came in or the bottle that yeah. it came in. Um, and and hey, so it's about it's not it. about the mayor having swagger. It's about all of us having a bit of swagger. Yeah, my so we, dog's mad oh, at it. Come over here. Yeah, yeah, he's your dog's got some swagger over there. He does uh, got some serious I can, I can swag. Barely, your new mic here, your mic's oh. I can barely hear the dog cuz your mic's oh, so great. good. Oh, great. Okay, great. I'll stop worrying about it. Um oh, yeah, so it's it's uh I don't know. I, I just feel like ugh, like so, I don't want to see these things. I don't want to yeah. I mean, it doesn't bother me as much as uh yeah, for the people who are legit struggling to find a place to live and i'm not even talking about the impoverished horrors of the downtown east side i'm talking about the hard-working middle did you see the daily hive piece this week george that it said vancouverites making three hundred thousand dollars a year which is mm -hmm. a boatload of money pun intended will have to save for 38 yeah. years to buy a house yeah holy moly does I that know. math put it into perspective eh i couldn't afford to live it's in this city now i know and you know it's interesting i i tweeted out uh it's actually a TikTok i tweeted out which is all challenging but this guy's on TikTok, and for those it's it it it's an american guy uh because it was a tweet that he was responding to that saying what the hell is going on in canada with real estate like seriously we have all this I land saw that guy yeah and so if you watch with this, the graph yeah, it's and they, he shows you about it. the supply and demand, and he puts it all together. And of course, people still responded saying, "Supply us, blah blah blah." But he, he showed you the stuff that you and I have talked about many, many times about decisions yeah. that were made thirty years ago. He exactly showed you uh, where things stopped working, where yeah. the supply stopped happening, how cities across Canada, and this is actually happening in the states too, are unwilling to build, but people want to live in the cities, and so. That's called supply and demand. You have this demand for people to want to live in the cities, but the Precious cities, prices. because they have these people who don't want to build anything, who want to live in their single family homes, a yeah. lot of them, ironically, are left wing people. <laughs> it's like, come on, commercial drive. You're, you know, seriously, you're so anti build on commercial drive. You won't take any new density. Give me a break. And of right. course, the same goes for the West side. It's like, seriously, come on. I know there's controversial sites, but, and, and of course, you have to be thoughtful in this process, but the speed at which we're building, not only, and, and of course, we're being punished, and we talked about this last week, the province's hit list, which is basically every community Everywhere. in the lower mainland, yeah. um, is not building enough. And and yeah. this TikTok that I tweeted out uh, really showed you the math on it. And so if you can't understand the concept of supply and demand based on what he's showing you, I don't yeah. know how to help you. I don't know how to help you. And I talked to Sarah Daniels. Uh, I'll have to warn her that I'm dropping her name like it's hot. Sarah and I were roommates at one time. We're very good oh, friends. We both drove. Yeah, we oh. drove cruisers. She got me my job at Rock 101 at CFMI when I first started outside after CHRX oh. when I got in full time. It was because Sarah was like, come and work with me. I'm like, okay. So we were teammates and roommates and have stayed tight friends. She was my realtor here, full disclosure. She has helped me with all of my real estate stuff in British Columbia. And she's mm -hmm. at Bay Realty in, in uh, White Rock. <laughs> How, much White Rock. How much? That'll be a thousand dollar sponsorship. That'll please. be a thousand dollars today, Sarah. <laughs> but well, she gave me free advice, which I'm going to share. Or actually, again, Jesus, am I going to do this two weeks in a row? George, you were right. <laughs> because she was talking about how we don't have 
the city and the province, the government at all level, building the housing to fit the needs of the people looking yes. to rent. She is seeing more inflated offers on houses because there's so little supply right now. And it's almost more difficult to find a rental than it is to find a a, a property to purchase, which is well, uh, anything, the opposite. Anything for God's sake. Right. And that's just it. I honestly, I hope that this is sorted out, which it won't be by the time my son needs it because he's 15. So I would hope that he could have within the next five or six years of his life, a small one bedroom or a <clears throat> well-equipped studio apartment that doesn't have a view it. and doesn't I have parking and doesn't have fancy, enough. right? <clears throat> to rent. I want to them, rent, yeah. I just want yeah. him to rent it. Oh, no, yeah. My, my son just moved into my daughter's apartment basement suite because she managed to get that through a friend <laughs> And that, and the owners of the house are just are just really nice people, and they give them a great deal, which is nineteen or I think hundred a month for a basement suite, Jesus one bedroom Christ. basement suite. It's a beautiful little My space first, suite, very nice. How much was your first? I know four twenty four, four twenty five. Yeah, yeah uh, down in the West End, one bedroom apartment, yeah. five hundred square feet, tenth floor view of the mountains, amazing. Crazy. Uh, you know he, the the yeah, and I, I agree with Sarah that 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 the and government needs to be focused on loosening up the process for getting stuff built for the that the, the private sector will get, take care of yes and then they just need to focus on the core need what the housing that nobody yeah. wants to build uh yeah. but they're not and they haven't for 30 years now and it's brutal yeah. and and we're facing this challenge now where people our kids and are have nowhere welcoming to live. the world because i'm all for immigration as, the, as the daughter of an immigrant i want the immigration but i also want the immigration with the places where are people supposed to go well, that well, was, when you, and that when, was like, one of the responses by the immigration no thing way. to my, that yeah. tweet. Oh, well, we just not letting people in the country. No. I don't think people understand that if we, that I know that, it, that these people are coming from pretty terrible places, Ukraine for one right now, yeah. uh, and other places. And our country is quite small as far as population, very large in size. We have yeah. lots of room, uh, but also in, in, in a growth economy requires a growth of humans there in order for it to work. I know it's, it's a, I'm sorry, I'm a market, I'm a capitalist. I like, you know, money makes, drives the agenda. And, and if you want a better environment, you need a better economy and all that kind of stuff. It's, I know maybe counterintuitive some people, but that's how it works. Uh, the best environments in the world are some of the strongest economies. That's yep. how it works. So, yep. you know, it's it's a, to say that, oh, we'll just stop letting people in the country and you'll solve no. the housing crisis. <laughs> like, no. Oh gosh, like, no, it's not how it that works. Is not, that is not how, how it works. works. And, and having it be mandated that a, a large portion of our budget, which we'll get into budgets, the federal budget and the Pierre Polyev uh, filibustering yeah. <laughs> to try and delay it, which it can't be delayed. So there, we've covered it. Um, <laughs> the fact that we need to activate that portion of the budget that will create mm -hmm. an arm of government that is that focused on zoning, yes. building, completing, and filling with the right people. And we can yes. find out who the right people are by going through um, Revenue Canada, but there are people who jerry-rig the system. There are people that are totally burning the system and we need to close mm. the loopholes associated with that. I, I, we need I to stop yeah. for slumlords owning SROs. We need to, we need to put But if we were building serious... that kind of stuff, that wouldn't be a problem because they would right. be out of business. They right. wouldn't have, there'd be no money. Here's a microcosm example of, of how the supply and demand concept works. Uh, I live on, you know, Richard street down in Yale town. 
in about I think it was about five years ago. I think it was at the yeah. height of of what we were the chaos of of housing at that time. Uh, three rental buildings opened up at the same time. Market rental buildings uh, yeah. on on our street. Guess what happened to rents in the neighborhood? They went no, they went down. Oh, okay. Down I was guessing. I was guessing like no, worst case suddenly, scenario. No, no, we had all the so supply. Much. Okay, okay, there was okay. There's okay. empty rental units suddenly, right. and so other people were lowering, especially strata buildings. See, my building, like by how a, much? Strata is it when it, you know my building's a strata building. It's ninety percent rental. The people who live there, they rent their units, so it's a rental building. Yeah. Um, how is that? For but you? they went down by ten or twenty percent for a brief period until the places were full, right? And then, but so then for there was no more supply like, again. For for people who are like, I will not have renters in my strata. How is it to do that anymore? But how exactly? But how is it to do? How is it for you living in a ninety percent rental building? I'm I'm going to say it's not the best. Sometimes Uh, long term renters sometimes aren't the most respectful to the space. In fact, I've argued that maybe it'd be better. And we're zoned as a hotel actually, where our building is to turn it into an Airbnb and let because some I, I have found we don't allow Airbnbs anymore. Or you have to get special permission. It has to be thirty days minimum. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we—I always found that the Airbnb people were much more respectful to our space mm-hmm. because uh, they are policed by the system of Airbnb. You do—you right. leave a place like then you're that you don't get to use Airbnb anymore. That's, that's how it works. Long-term renters don't do that. Now I'm not saying not all long-term renters, but we have if they have like the if people hang their clothes off the fire uh, smoke the um, sprinklers. Sprinklers. I think they yeah. think it's a hook. And yeah. then that breaks, and then the place floods ten floods. floors down. Oh God! That's, that's okay, that's not times. good. Yeah, really, things like that. Jesus, young young people they don't they don't, they don't know these things. I guess I don't. Know. They come from the suburbs. I don't know what's going on, but things like that happen all the time. So it's Weird. very expensive. Okay, let's go back to our rundown here. I want to get to park board because good news for those who wanted Stanley Park back. You got your bike lane. Adios. Except for our beach because the city manages that one, and I like that bike lane. And they're trying to figure out the beach. If you're in Vancouver, if you don't know Vancouver, uh, you sort of like along the waterfront, there's there was a there's there's a seawall, sea and then above that, they built a bike lane in the down sort of in the West End area, sort of from Denman. What when you be? come when East. you come off northbound off the Burrard Street Bridge and right. head west, that take a left. What you used to take a left onto Pacific Boulevard, there you cannot. It's yeah. where P- Pacific Boulevard turns into Beach Avenue, and it's a very good bike lane because the bike lane on the water at that time was very very busy and there was not a lot of room and wasn't properly built uh and so that bike lane still exists because that's the city built that and then it ends when you hit the park as soon as you hit stanley park it ends so it's a bit chaotic now at, at uh when you get to the stanley park entrance because there's no bike yeah. lane anymore it's, it's a yeah. nice bike lane boom. so they're trying to figure that out and they're going through the planning process but there are some chaotic. significant trails through stanley park that could be bike friendly because they are already tamped down gravel it's just not going to be for the road bike uh mammals the the middle-aged men in lycra aren't going to like it (laughs) yeah they're mammals sexy look by the way that's a a sexy sexy nobody loves the scene i mean trevor Lennon pulls it off i'm just gonna say not to objectify trevor (laughs) but i've you know that's because you just have um, one. Trevor and his here. wife are uh, <laughs> avid cyclists. Uh, park board, the bike lanes are out. Kit's pool, I'm still a little bit mad at this. Uh, it was the third beach pool in Stanley Park. Put just... out The park board was like, good luck with that, with this one. Uh, I didn't like the tone at all. They definitely need a new communications person at park board because the end, <laughs> sorry if that lands Ooh, badly goodness. with whoever's doing it, but 
dial back the good luck with that. That's a wrap on that kind of vibe. Cause when you're saying that the pool at third beach is not available to people in the morning and just go over yep. there to Kit's pool, you're pissing yep. off a lot of people who paid for that pool and have used it for years. I'm talking seniors that have lived yep. in that area, that that's their only outlet. That's their only way. They don't own a vehicle. They don't ride a bike. They mm -hmm. go down to that pool and they might just run in the water from one end to the other. And that's the way they stay active. They do it in the morning. So they're not around. Uh, you know, the masses in the afternoon, the people that are the sun seekers and the wanting to swims, the, those getting out in the morning at these outdoor pools is a value to the community that yeah. cannot even be uh, dollars and cents on a budget sheet. And I had people coming at me about, well, it's a shortage of lifeguards. I'm like, I call bullshit. Mm, this bullshit. is a budget problem. Mm. This is about that bike lane that costs everybody way too much money. And, and now the deficit is real and they're cutting back the corners in the places that hit this community yeah, where it lives and it's not right and you're and not alone championing that you not are because i have a few friends just like you who swim in the early early morning yes. and now they have to register they can still go there and try and but it's complicated and and you, you know but they're at least they're avid especially kids pool which is pretty it's mostly a lap pool for this area for goofing around but mostly it's a lap pool these are dedicated swimmers who really rely on that pool for I went there every life. day for decades yes. every day but for also, decades from the day it opened to the day it closed i'd go for 40 minutes i'd swim a mile i i wouldn't even use the change room i'd put on my cap yeah. at the oh, side yeah. and i'd go in guys, i'd right, yeah, swim my mile and, go, and i'm out yeah, and yeah. I, I have never had a problem. I've never not made it in there. Mm -hmm. I've, it's never been overcrowded. None of the excuses they're using are relevant. It is garbage. I call and even, it bull even, hockey. Even as a family, you know, I've, you know, if you go to Kit's pool or you go to any of the pools, yeah, uh, and usually you don't go to like 10 or 11 o'clock, you right. generally don't stay there for seven hours. You go no. there, you do about two hours. Then you're like, I'm tired of hanging out here. <laughs> I can't take more of this. Uh, let's go do something else. Yeah, let's go to the beach. It's not like people were staying there for 12 yeah. hours. They, and if they yeah. were, okay, there's some people that stay here for 12 hours. Well, whoever they are, I don't know how they do it. They're exposing themselves to that much radiation in the sky. But, you know, it's it's just I would prefer, you know what, George, you, you just came up with a great idea. Rather than creating some system that not everybody can access and not everybody knows what they're doing on a day down to the minute, frankly, mm -hmm. That's my situation. I can't book a time to swim days out. I'm a freelancer. I don't know when I can go, but when I know I can go, I can go right now, you know? But if somebody's going in there, have them, you know, have one of those little restaurant discs. And once your time expires, your disc goes off and somebody goes, hey, out, yeah, off you I go. It's but I mean, it buys you this much time in there, but not 45 minutes, not a 30 minute window, not or you have, have to leave. It's if you're here me... for more than four hours, you're going well, no, to have to leave and come right? back. Yeah, that's right. They have these sections. There shouldn't be sections anymore. The sections Some, were for COVID. It's bullshit. Oh, they, no, no, I mean literally Sorry. time sections too. But they, oh, yeah. they still have the paint things on this on the thing. So I had somebody said this, and I hadn't didn't know this. Maybe you can verify this. Is that they you're if you're not in the pool, you're outside the pool. Suddenly you hear this like it's basically like sounds like some kind of fascistic get out of the pool, exit to the left to the thing, and this happens several times a day. It's so creepy and it is it's big brothery big bro it yeah, is brothery. not exactly. it's not at all it's gross it's not okay. at all what we need moving forward we need to get have less of that and i'm all about people being safe and i'm all about following the rules of the science and what have you this is political overreach in my opinion it's a public outdoor swimming pool that we paid for and get you know out the solution build more pools 
Hello. Build more pools. This just in. Okay, we're 20 minutes into the podcast and we have barely scratched the surface here. Granville Street. Yes, they had announcements. Uh, apparently it was teachers only announcement. <laughs> it was casual Friday. Casual Friday. Casual I don't Friday. know. These, I saw Paul Nixie, who was a big vision guy, and he yeah. tweeted something. To, I can't, I'm paraphrasing, but you know, is it wrong or is it my old fashioned to think that maybe our mayor should dig up a suit once in a while? No, uh, Paul, you're stylish. That's what's happening. <laughs> I saw Paul at Drex's wedding. Very stylish. Had a very nice suit on. Did he? Yes. Yeah. Well, and, and so I, I kind of agree. I mean, this casualness of this you know, mayor, I'm like, ugh, it's just like, okay, then it's gravel. But, anyways, it's good that they're going to start something on gravel, but I feel like it's, still like a million years away i just want yeah. i want some action now it's like, not hard down to there do. my kid won't walk down there anymore no you know when we walk out he's 15 and he's like i don't want to go on gravel no way even in the daytime like uh-uh, uh-uh. Yeah. let's go around it i mean that's horrible i'm gonna i was at the roxy this. by the way the other night oh, for my you? son's yeah. first How time been there in a few years far haven far haven my son's band they were awesome they were awesome they were great it was nice. super cool i mean going going to the roxy if anybody has not been to the roxy uh it doesn't matter how old you are uh, it's it's a welcoming community. <laughs> the later you get uh, there, the more welcoming it gets for anybody. Uh, it's, it's a very interesting experience, and uh, and uh, and I ran into some people who uh, knew me. You know, they were like, "What the hell are you doing here for?" This is like, I guess I stayed for a few drinks for a little while afterwards, and uh, and these people come up to me, "What the hell are you doing here?" <laughs> Old guy. One of these things doesn't. Hey, I said, "Well, they're pretty wait, old too. They're, I they were opened young. this place. Oh wait." Yeah, that's right. I was I was in there the first year for sure. Me, me too. Oh, I was there Saturday Night Live at the Roxy was the first thing I ever did on air with Joe Leary. Oh, we would wow. do broadcasts on Saturday nights on CHRX from there with a uh, um, garage. Joe's Garage, I think, was the band's name. Joe's yeah, Garage. So, yeah, there was a yeah. couple of house bands on a Saturday night. Yeah. Oh, it was Dawn Patrol that became the odds, that and then. Um, there was another one that was in the action. Um, Dr. Strangelove. Dr. Strangelove, because they had yeah. horns and stuff, didn't they? Dr. Strangelove? Yeah. They had like uh, brass. Yeah. They were crazy. Crazy good. They're yeah. still, Dr. Strangelove still is still touring. They're doing great. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. Sarah and that Kelly. That stage, though, I forgot awesome. how small it was. My yeah, no, we were just like, really drunk. We deep. were just, we were so drunk back then that that's just the way it goes. Um, yeah. On the Granville thing, on the Granville Entertainment District mm-hmm. thing, like you said, that it's not happening fast enough, I would like to see this city activate because they say it takes long these things take time even though they're approved it's going to take time like taking out the bike lane was going to take a year until we all went no it's not and now it's done um so whatever if if we all of a sudden have and maybe it'll be done for the world cup so that'll expedite it um but we should it shouldn't take a world event coming here mm-hmm. in order to activate some benches some patios some proper lighting and a cleanup on the street that and I mean clean up in the actual scrub the streets of the human feces that has been spread all over it for the last number of years mm-hmm. and then maintain the cleanliness and I don't think we need five million dollar bathrooms but we do need restrooms for people because when you got to go and you can no longer go in a restaurant because they've had it with people shooting up in their restaurant mm-hmm. we need places for people to pee and in Europe they've kind of figured it out because they're basically like these urinals that you just stand there and then you pee there mm-hmm. have you seen those when you were in Europe? Uh, I have, but you know, I found that in Italy that the restaurants seem to be okay with you just kind of wandering in. Didn't well, I hope so. Vancouver's Vancouver's but, a little like no thank you. Yeah. Anyways, the, I'd the, like to the, see it expedited as my yes. Well, you know, hey, uh, I just want to point out that I'm trying, I think it's 12 years ago my motion I put forward, maybe yeah, oh, 11 yeah. years ago at council. 
And it was, it was following the Olympics. And I said, uh, it was a motion to fix Granville street. And the response I got from the party in power vision and crew was like, there's nothing wrong with Granville street. We just fixed oh, that Jesus. up. Yeah, and, no, they did uh, nothing see, wrong and I'm like, mind. are you kidding me? Have you been down there? And this is 10 years, over 10 years ago that I brought this up at council. Uh, and they said there was no, no need to do this. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a terrible. And I did another motion in my second term, so tried to do it again and failed at it. And I think Melissa tried the last term and failed at it. Yeah. So finally, at least this council is like gone for a walk. And yeah. To ground Even them. though they're wearing t-shirts, we'll be okay with that. Go for a walk. I'm very casual Jody yeah, too. Yeah, so yeah. it makes me wildly angry when I see the slowness with which that what once great place we used to go down there as teenagers we would shop for the the cheap mm -hmm. but designer jeans we would go the to the Chateau record store we'd go to the capital six yep we mm -hmm. uh we'd go find our luc latier french cut denim uh we would go to <laughs> the army and navy the big blues oh seafarers uh they were all there <laughs> capital six we go to we go to the two dollar tuesday mm -hmm. movies yeah go, going to a yes. movie for two bucks two, and then getting your, yeah, yeah. right and then getting your yeah. popcorn for another dollar fifty now your popcorn's yes. twenty one fifty, and getting into the movie theater is nineteen to twenty dollars so it's a forty dollar outing every yeah. time your kid wants to go to a movie um as mm -hmm. a family it's i mean it I could go on for days. Wildly upset at the slowness I I, of action on I there. And I'm using wildly because I'm moving into wildfires. So <laughs> Segway. Yes. You went to a movie? What movie? I saw Spider-Man, which, uh, oh. you know, with, with Quinn and Amanda. They both loved it. I, I think I fell asleep three or four times. I'm not a big, uh, I always call them cartoons. And it makes me You're not really a Marvel mad. guy? I'm not a, I'm not a Marvel guy. I'm not an no. animated guy. I just can't stay awake. I just can't. I just like, it's so cozy in the seats. I'm like, uh. but, uh, that makes it. And then I start snoring. And then the man is like, Oh, God damn it. Stop the snoring. <laughs> Get the me a little bit of this. Yes. Oh my God. So they should put um, me in the end seat because I don't bother anybody, but they always jam me in the middle. Well, just they, they, everybody wants a piece of George. We've only got a couple <laughs> minutes here left. So I want to talk about the wildfire situation uh, in Eastern Canada. Al Jazeera actually called me today to see if I could do a report. And then ultimately I'm like wrong side of the country. Maybe you can find someone over. <laughs> Canada, I'm happy Toronto, to talk Vancouver, about wildfires. Just hop, hop, skipping and jump away from Vancouver to Toronto. Cause, right? Cause there are wildfires burning here as well. And the big yes. wildfires that were happening in Alberta that thankfully the weather has helped uh, suppressed, but 414 wildfires burning across of note burning across this country, many mm -hmm. of them human caused, which makes me so sad um, that people just being careless or not aware that, you know, riding Some your ATV yeah. in the back country can, can make sparks mm -hmm. that I'll leave, leave a fire behind, but the smoke in New York city. I know. And Marjorie Taylor green said something about the left-wing government of Canada, who's in their environmental policies has led to this. I'm like, what? Okay uh yeah i mean it's bad new york bad i mean those pictures are crazy it looks like vancouver a few years ago to be honest we've, we've lived that that nightmare here uh and actually uh some of it because of the washington fires by the way um america uh but yeah it really sucks it really sucks and it just seems like it's the norm now you just gotta yeah. uh, that we have to accept it now if we were to have more you know, logging maybe might help some of it but we have there okay, is before you go into the logging part because <laughs> yes. um I think that if you can, you know, good things come from bad things. That's a Jan Ardenism. She, she taught me that line. Good things can come from bad things. Good thing comes okay. from bad things. Um, because of this impacting New York city, because it garnering world worldwide attention, 
Uh, mm -hmm. President Joe Biden is sending water bombers, which we don't really understand here why we don't utilize more of the larger water bombers here. I've never really gotten right. a straight answer on why we don't do that. that. One that we had right? left in the, yeah. So they're sending those to Quebec because it's it's real, like it's threatening large communities in Quebec. What we saw happening in Nova Scotia over the last week and a half. Um, I mean, I've been on the island of Maui when there was a wildfire there. And when you're on an island and it's on fire, that's another level. At Vancouver Island right now, Highway 4 was closed day before yeah. yesterday between Comox and Port Alberti, I think it was. I, I think that's the stretch of highway. Don't quote me, but it's it, it's cutting off the road to Port Alberni. Let's put it that way. There is only well, one highway. There's one growing up in the WAC in the Chilliwack area right now. Totally. As, so, as, But as, the detours are like, it reminds me of the atmospheric <laughs> river. Like what would take you three hours and 45 minutes right. is now going to take you 10 hours. Yeah. So you can get there for now. Well, and you, hey, you went through, remember that a few years ago? And you went through that fire. I did. Like, that was when I got Al Jazeera because I was up there and, and I got the phone call saying, would you go on live with Al Jazeera on the wildfire? Sure. I'm like, sure. Okay. Yeah, it was close. And then they hired me like two days. I was in it. it. Yeah. I was in it. I watched Lytton. I just looked at that photo actually. It looks like Mount St. Helens erupting. I was coming over the summit wow. um, yeah. um, from Merritt to Kamloops. And it was, I mean, Lytton's not just around the corner, it is a long mm -hmm. way away from there. And I was like, that's a natural disaster. Like, I didn't know what I was seeing. My, I felt my eyes were deceiving me in the moment yeah. and then i arrived it was 50 degrees 50 degrees in kamloops that yeah, day I remember that. 48 when i got just outside of there but we had our go bag we were on high alert i was on all the apps mm -hmm. i i i don't struggle from mental health issues and anxiety uh traditionally but i was definitely stressed i definitely felt that trauma sort of I come out of me in mm -hmm. those days and and so much so that just a couple of weeks ago when i was planning on going up to uh, Kamloops with Brian and the Alberta fires, the smoke was coming into Kamloops. And I got an alert on my phone that said on the scale of one to 11 for the part particulate matter, it goes up to 11. Kamloops was an 11. And I was like, I'm not driving into that. Is, so I'm uh, staying home. I'm staying home. Yeah. So yeah, I'm yeah. not staying home because of weather. I'm not staying home because of political issues. I'm staying home because of smoke particulate in the air, which is like you said, normalizing back to my initial point though. I think yes. the fact that it's impacting the U S largest city and financial center is going to silence many of those who are trying to say that climate change and this emergency isn't real. Well, um, and hopefully will activate something. I, I'm not based on what Marjorie Taylor Greene's saying. She's saying MGT is a it's nut pretty, job. She's stuff. That's the, that's the brain trust uh, in America right there. Uh, and meanwhile, you know, David Johnson, who was our former governor general, got uh, grilled this week, just quickly on that. If anybody had yeah. a chance to watch, I think that almost went four hours uh, yeah. with him and each party had five minutes each. Uh, yeah. And it was so not Canadian to me. Yeah. It was like this per, uh, character assassination situation. And he was just sitting there all polite. He going, was doing you know? his best job and they asked, oh, you hired, a, 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 you know, a, a PR firm to help you. And he said, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I did. So yeah. it's not easy. Um, but he's, you know, he's navigator. Uh, you bring history. in navigator when you're getting inundated with the yeah, things. Navigator this for 45 years. I've been on boards and I've been on this, and I've yeah. never had anybody question my integrity or that I have is in a conflict. And I am not and was not in the conflict here. And so it was it was very clear that this was, you know, and we've talked about this. 
and I said this, and you said this, and we said this, I don't know, however long ago it was, just do the public hearing. Do the just do public. it. You, it's going to happen just, anyway. Just, just got to do, do it. And you just can't, just do it. it's just going to be like the casino thing and the money laundering thing. And the, and the weed just, charity it's thing. It's not going to be satisfying in the end. And SNC the results Lavalin. are probably the exact same as All David Johnson has just recommended, but people will feel better. And yeah. I don't understand why the liberals don't understand this. I know it seems it's you can't sometimes do logical things in politics. You just got to right. do the dumb thing. And if people feel that this is what will satisfy them, just give the people what they want. What is the just problem? I mean, can we all move on to something that actually is going to impact your day to day? That's the part that, you know, when, when there's interest rates would be great. But what I was going to say was that when when Trudeau started talking about stepping up the protection of MPs by the RCMP because of the Chinese interference and and the harassment they might their families might be receiving from foreign inter uh, those who would interfere for from foreign countries. Um, guess what? There are a bunch of us that are being harassed in this country, and we'd all love that protection. So how about we change some laws here? How about we actually change the way we address this? And that should be we the prioritization as you and I've talked a zillion times in 217 podcasts leading up to this one we need to prioritize better and we're spending a lot of time dancing around and sparkly things and there's a whole bunch of energy being spent on stuff that isn't going to land on a kitchen table and i think it's time that we uh, address that and i'm speaking to all parties when i say that mm -hmm. um i'm equally as frustrated by a pierre polyev as i am a justin trudeau um when all we're doing is tossing barbs back and forth. It's like watching U.S. politics. I'm just sick of all of it. But I'll talk on about that, it. On that note, say goodbye. <laughs> on Twitter, uh. you can find our political <laughs> opinions at George. Underscore. Affleck. At George underscore Affleck. I'm at Jody Vance. I'm going to go do a TV show with Linda Steele where I'm going to spew yes. more, more opinions about politics. And if you don't like me, please <laughs> tune in and yell at your TV screen because I'm here for it. We'll see you there. Bye-bye.